0: (laughs) Glory to God. (laughs) what burns up your brains and gives you your new names, Shaka. Shaka glory. Isn't that the desire of our heart? (laughs) To have a less carnal existence and a more spiritual existence. He doesn't do it just in a microwave. He does it by your constant participation with his person, valuing his attributes, and facing your own at the same time. That's why people often get frustrated in their walk with God because it's not just this quick fix (laughs) microwave deal because he's not into instant gratification. He's into developing an eternal tree of life. He lives in eternity. Eternity is beyond patience. (laughs) There is patience in eternity. For your temporal mess. Here's the guaranteed promise whether you walk with God or not your temporal mess is gonna die. It'll be completely destroyed whether you want it or not. The only thing that can't be destroyed is God and we'll do anything to grow in God, grow in that indestructible character quality of his person Sharing it with our soul, our mind, and our bodies. That's the hope of the resurrection. (laughs) That His nature in our spirit, through constant practice of righteousness, by the desire and the deepest desire of our soul to walk deeper (laughs) in the Lord. Truly, I hear the Spirit saying to be more childlike. (laughs) and that's not childish that's not foolish that's more faith Jesus at 33 is considered a child by Jewish biblical standards so if you consider the maturity of Jesus childlikeness, that's accurate that's what it means to be a child is to be Jesus, the child of God the apostles, they went around healing people in the name of the child Jesus. And so, a child in the understanding of divinity is not about just making a mess. It's not about just changing diapers. It's about the maturity of sonship or childlikeness. we just thank you father for this time tonight of every person's heart open and receiving a greater wisdom to grow in a greater glory thank you for angelic activation to help every listener inherit a greater light of salvation in their minds any blockage of darkness any blockage of religion and sorcery and pride and any word working in them that opposes the eternal gospel we ask that to be burned in fresh fire we ask that the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit's angels would burn everything in us that's not God cleanse us purify us constantly from all the world all sin and get the demons cast down into the lake of fire. Thank you, Father, for a greater purity. The passion and desire of our heart is the white dove purity. You can't have a greater glory without a greater purity. That's why all the temptations upon this generation are all immorality continuously. You have to allow the Lamb to deal with with your heart you have to trust the process of him sanctifying you through and through forever until you start to see his nature in your heart and you're not seeing yourself and your inability to change yourself but your faith in the Holy Spirit who's changing you into the exact same purity as Jesus Christ (laughs) purity and power we need them both we need wisdom and we need understanding we need counsel and might we need knowledge and the fear of the lord and we need the spirit of the lord we need rivers of the seven spirits of god and we have them already just say i have the seven spirits of god It's true. The Bible teaches that you have already the seven spirits of God. Whether you believe it or not, that's depending if you feel it or not. Your faith determines what you feel. If you believe the bad report, you're going to feel the demon. If you believe the negative word of the lying spirit of Satan, you will feel bad if you f- if you receive the good report it comes with gladness and joy and laughter the fruit of faith is always joy the fruit of faith is always laughter i tell you what someone that's tapping into the promised land will always have a glorified personality a joyful personality whose soul in every layer is infused with fresh oil Someone that's tapping into Eden, the Bible says, is demonstrating the joy of salvation. (laughs) So you can accurately measure how much you're tapping into heaven by how fried your personality is on the joy of the Lord. People that don't like the joy of the Lord, that are serious all the time, have never encountered heaven. That's why Jesus said, pray for them, your enemies. Pray for your enemies. Your enemies don't have any joy. The demon, he has some kind of diabolical happiness when wrongdoing happens, the laughing hyenas. But the Holy Ghost, you want to hear him laugh. Now here's the thing that's one of the funnest things of walking with the Holy Ghost. You get to feel his emotions positively. There is a raging judgment towards the devil. But as it infuses you, guess what the devil's judgment is? The Holy Ghost only has good stuff. The fruits of the Spirit, which means this is all the Spirit of God is capable of is love. He doesn't have another nature. The Old Testament nature was all kinds of external stuff dealing with the fallen creation. You're not in the Old Testament. You're not in the Old Covenant at all. Now you're only dealing constantly with revelations of the goodness of the Lord. The Holy Spirit can only be good. The Holy Spirit can only be love. God is love. He can't change for you. He can't change for anyone. He doesn't have the ability to be bad, He doesn't have the ability to not love. He doesn't have the ability to not be happy. You know the happiest person down here is? The Holy Ghost. You think he'd be angry, stressed out? No, the blood of Jesus has been shed. The Holy Spirit is the Father on earth. It is the Lamb of God on earth. It is the third person of the Trinity fully here in the fullness of the Father and the Lamb. And because the blood's been shed, He doesn't feel bad, and he doesn't look at you negatively. He can't. Otherwise, the sacrifice of the Lamb of God is not in operation, which he has perfect faith. He's a person who has perfect faith, who understands perfectly what Jesus did on the cross. Remember, the Holy Spirit led him to the cross. So the Holy Spirit's right here manifesting the works of the cross towards us constantly, awakening us by his nature, by constant love. You know how you you transform people that struggle with lust? You love them unconditionally. You never stop loving them. You never stop praying for them. You know one of the things that you deal with is so many people that come and go in their consistency in their walk with the lord they'll have seasons where they're on fire then they go into backsliding then they go into gross darkness the temptation seizes them for a time and they go back like dogs returning to the vomit as when a sinner returns to his sin proverb says well everyone returns to their vomit once in a while You know, the ones that love unconditionally are the ones that know how bad it really is. That have overcome so much themselves that you understand the situation with with others. You understand how patient he was with you. So it's actually easy to continue to pray and understand what everyone's going through when you've gone through so much. And it don't mean you have a radical testimony. You don't have to be coming out of a gang or... A crack house you just got to be coming out of regular old fallen human nature and sin and you'll have the most radical testimony as an overcomer altogether it's true the most radical testimony here is called overcoming the world it's normal for every believer you'll gain that testimony of overcoming all that is in the world the lust of the eyes the lust of the flesh and the pride of knowledge, the pride of possessions, the pride of your soul, which is life, the pride of the self life. Oh, hallelujah. That's something that we're still working on pretty big time over here. Pride is what blinds a person to not develop the eternal part of them. Lust is the distraction, but pride is the stronghold. They work together idolatry and immorality work together so sin produces death but it works together in some kind of external hook but there's an internal blindness for every external hook a hook they call it Egypt in the Bible Egypt used hooks to mummify corpses You see those big brain hooks? You ever study mummification of ancient Egypt? It's fascinating stuff and it's totally biblical of what happens to a person in sin. Everyone who practices sin gets mummified. You have to be loose from your grave clothes. You gotta get those hooks. The hooks go into the brain. The hooks will go into your heart. There's, you know, we call it bondage or chains around our heart. It's a common charismatic expression break the chains of my heart, break the chains off my mind. But how does a chain get attached to your heart and mind and your brainstem and your spinal cord and your bones and your will? How do you get all bound up by the world? It's hooks. Jesus Christ said, the enemies use hooks, but now I'm going to use hooks to make you fishers of men. You can hook them into the glory. You can use the Holy Spirit's ability to lure People out of darkness into light. Our job is to hook them into the glory. They've already been hooked into everything else, and the only way you unhook someone is if you hook them on light. You can't come out of darkness unless light hooks you and catches you. You're already caught in darkness. Everyone's born in darkness. You don't need training in darkness. You don't need revelation of darkness. As you grow in revelations of light, Darkness is exposed automatically. Everything whispered in darkness will be shouted from the rooftop. Everything spoken in secret. It's going to get revealed. All you need is more light. What is light in the Bible? Revelation. What is revelation? The living word. It's the Holy Spirit and his angels. It's actually usually angels with scrolls. The book of Revelation tells you how you get Revelation. Angels come with scrolls. The angel of Revelation is here to put scrolls of light to illuminate your spirit for a greater glory. You only grow in a brighter light in your spirit. Your day dawns and light begins to pour out of your forehead from your eternal spirit as the scroll of the Word of God is received by the you, by the real you inside that shell. See, the circumcised heart means that there's a pathway carved towards your spirit, so that you're living by your spirit and for your spirit in all things. Some people can hear the word directly into their spirit, other people are just buried in dirt. Jesus Christ said it. Every hearing but never perceiving, every you know, seeing but never perceiving, every hearing but never understanding, lest they come to and understanding of the truth and repent so there's something blocking them from perceiving and understanding it's darkness it's pride so one of the natures of the priests and you're all priests which learns how to deal with the animal part the flesh part the heart part the human blood part the human mind that this stops God from working the Bible says it stops God from working that Man's traditions nullify the power of the word. So if the word's not working, it's because there's humanity in you. Jesus Christ said that. That the gospel won't work for you if humanity is in you. The traditions of man, the earthly dimension shuts down the heavenly dimension. So not everyone is experiencing heaven. Far from it. Only those who shut down their traditions, their humanity, their male and female nature. There's no male or female, Greek or Hebrew. There's no natural realm in Christ. Which means you have to completely shut down the temporal realm to live in the glory realm. That's the trading of the new covenant. I will give you the facade, the grave clothes, the hooks, the darkness realm, the dimension of the realm of the dead, the earthly, so that I can experience the heavenly. And you will learn progressively how to grow in the heavenly because the Holy Spirit will ask you to give parts of your soul to him as you walk with him and we say yeah all to you lord and then it's just like one little piece at a time because we're really zealous up here but we're not so sacrificial here when it starts to cost you your bloodlines when it starts to cost you lust and pride and just opinions start to cost you Your politics starts to cost you. Your American culture, that's a big one, starts to cost you little conveniences. But it's mostly culture. The Bible says that overcomers will dash the nations to pieces like pottery. The word nations is DNA ethnicities. Cultures, people groups, which means the things that you've covered your spirit with, you're gonna have to destroy. One of the nine things an overcomer does is destroy the boxes of the containers of the eternal spirit. (laughs) How do we do that? The Word. Dealing with animals. The priesthood is dealing with the soul, the flesh, the mammal nature, the warm-blooded homo sapien human nature. You are burning it, but there's a supernatural way of doing it. In the Old Testament, it was in types and shadows with fleshly, creatures that you could just take an old goat and burn it on an altar in symbolism it's all about symbolism understanding symbols is wisdom so understanding the old testament is wisdom new testament you can't do any of that you do any of that you're practicing sorcery we just don't practice sorcery we don't practice the old covenant anyone that does is practicing satanism that's what kabbalah is sorcery is practicing a covenant that God's not in. It's practicing the Old Covenant, the Jewish Covenant. It's true. God's not in the Old Covenant. He's not in the Jewish Covenant. The Bible says the New Covenant, is anyone circumcised at heart, is the Jew and the Israel of God. But on account of the the patriarchs, there's the promises that are irrevocable working in their lives, so the goodness of God can't even be measured, can't even be fathomed. He'll still do tremendous things to the Jewish race even if they've rejected Him. He still allows sinners to have good lives and then have enjoyment on earth. How wild is that? (laughs) That God doesn't even punish them. He's so good that He'll let people have a fun life even if it's really short-lived this punisher punishable thing that we have is a religious demon in us that everyone needs to be punished for wrongdoing the punishment was taken on the cross and I'm telling you it's there's a level of goodness that that punishes religion we need to get into the punishment of the religious spirit that's what you need by the goodness of the Lord. <laughs> Repentance is religion punished by bliss. Bliss is punishment to religious people. It is. It, you see it tormenting them big time, it stresses them out, it angers them. They begin to weep and gnash their teeth because what they're crying out for is death. The demons are excited about sin and they're excited about death. They're spirits of death and that's why a person involved in the dark arts of religion is really practicing death. There's no death allowed in the New Covenant. We only practice life. The river of life is the bloodline of Jesus. If you ever stop practicing life or not speaking life, you simply step out of the river. You're not in the blood covenant. See, so you have to repent which is return into the river of life and let the Holy Spirit who materializes Jesus' blood through our bodies as a mighty river of life teach you how to talk teach you how to speak the things of heaven regardless of sinners around you that's why it takes discipline as disciples because you're surrounded by stuff that needs to be punished but the punishment of the revelation of the cross is the glory which is the goodness of God you gotta get religion out of the equation see he is the punishment of our sin which means if you believe in him the glory is materialized through your soul what is the punishment for your wrongdoing nothing if you believe in Jesus nothing there's no punishment for sin in Christ. The Bible says it. No condemnation, zero punishment for those who are in Christ Jesus. Romans 8.1 So, and it's not, oh, well, everyone outside's punished. No, it's everyone outside doesn't have a revelation. We need to speak revelations. You can let revelations flow out of you in every conversation. You get so revelated by understanding Jesus present as the Holy Spirit that everything you speak will be teaching constantly. Effortless teaching that has built up your spirit will pour out of you towards everyone around you. When you love, all of your words will be laced with resurrection power, ability to change people's lives. There's nothing you can talk about where you can't get God out of someone who's really revelated. In the glory. Amen. The prac the practicing of revelation is walking in wisdom. That you may receive a spirit of wisdom, revelation, and intimate knowledge of God from the spirit of your glory, from the Father of your glory. So you're learning how to practice wisdom which is allowing the Word to work through your spirit. A New Covenant believer, Paul says the same thing. When we're young we don't practice wisdom because we don't know the ability of the Word yet. When we're maturing then wisdom, which is for the mature, Paul says, means we understand how the Word works through creation in any city anywhere anything I'm doing the word is always working the word is God and the word was with God and the word was with God in the beginning the word is fully God and the full the word is fully working the word is the container of the glory that you're learning how to use inside those bodies mixed with your spirit. (laughs) And the heart that doesn't understand the Word simply uses its own carnal ability, which is the practicing of sin. So you need a revelation of the Word to stop sinning. You can't stop sinning and changing behavior except through feasting on revelations of the Word of God. Revelation is how the Word works by the spirit. The glory and the light and the fire and the oil and the wine inside the word working because you have a revelation. Revelation means that your mind has grasped a spiritual concept that will now work for your spirit, your soul, your mind and your body forever. That's a treasure in the treasure house. Stirring up treasures in heaven means learning revelations of the word of God you can read the Bible but it's a sealed dead letter that won't profit you at all until the Bible is mixed with faith spirit wine oil fire angels the kingdom of heaven and then it becomes exceedingly profitable it becomes literally living gemstones of believers rewards what are the believers believing in in order to have rewards what's the reward eternal life in the reward of the working of the word this this bible is alive because my spirit has eaten it so the fire of my spirit Takes the words off the pages, and it immediately becomes active and energized and sharper than any two-edged sword to be the very sword of of the fire of the Garden of Eden, round about my garden, my holy garden, where I walk with the Father in the coolness of the day, and so do you every day. You're learning how to use the word three things, Apostle John says: the word, the blood, and the water. And these three are what you need on earth the word the blood and the water and you just get so revelated on the word when you think word it is the bible it is the logos mixed with the water and the blood it is the pages of this book they come off the pages the demonic works with words that don't have the water and the blood in it so if you want to test the spirit to see it from be it from god you have to see is the water Of the river of life of his spirit side so every word is like doubting thomas (laughs) you want to put your finger into the word and see if the water and the blood of jesus christ are inside those words if not it's just a dead letter like it says your words fall to the ground they have no substance in them there's no power they don't (laughs) they don't carry any weight so they just burn up so you put the, the finger of God to the word and it just burns up and like there's no food there. I can't I can't eat it, it's just air. It's a false gospel. It's a false Jesus, it's a false word, it's false prophetics. So the more and more your diet becomes on the living word, the bread of heaven, and the substance of words that are full of glory gemstones of fire i'm telling you your brain will be burnt up with gemstones of fire you can look right inside your treasure house your stomach is your treasure house and each word you believe that you have revelation for is treasure gemstones rubies sapphires diamonds the 12 the sardonyx the amethyst all of the Jasper, of the stones, of the New Jerusalem, are the words of God, revelated, believed, and acted upon. And when they're acted upon, that's divine wisdom. (laughs) Ancient wisdom of God is the word working by its own power. And all you gotta do is believe. What's the work of God getting these words working in your spirit in ancient wisdom and restoring the treasure house of your spirit had you never fallen and practiced folly. Which is the madness of living as mere animals like Nebuchadnezzar. When Daniel's revelating to you night and day and you just can't believe any of it so you go into the animal nature and the fruit of the animal is madness. The fruit of the angel? Gladness. Very happy people who have the word of God working in their hearts because they're living in heaven. How do you go into heaven? You heard the word. You believe the gospel. Gospel just means the word of God. The gospel means the law of God. There's a good law. You know what the good law is? Jesus, the law giver on Zion. Revelation 15. You know, these gems are laws believed and obeyed. Who's the man of lawlessness? The Antichrist, 1 John? What's the lawlessness of 1 John? Those that don't have gems in their belly. They're practicing lawlessness. They have no words working. And so Jesus Christ said about them, Moses would be their judge. The words that they had that were dead letters around their head. He said that would be your destruction. You get all those words of religion off your head. That's flies. It's Egypt. It's Nile. It's reptilian. It's Luciferian. It's Luciferian. It's the realm of the dead and then you get it off your head and you go into your heart and you get a fresh start and you learn how to build up your spirit with the living word and the more your spirit is revelated the higher you are levitated. Going up by believing the word the stairway of light of Jacob's ladder is simply believing the word. You have the genetics of God. You have the Word of God. You have the blood of Jesus, the eternal blood covenant. You have the living water without measure. Now you got to believe. And all the doubt and unbelief of Satan in you just gets burned up by the working of the Word in you, which is the circumcision of your heart. Right now, it just as a practical impartation lay hands on your belly where your spirit is, and just say, my belly will be a treasure house of the word.
1: My belly will be a treasure house of the
0: word. Amen. If it happens, you won't sin anymore. You can't be poor. You can't even get sick. Not possible. In fact, you won't even die. It's true. If you take this temple and go back into original design with it, you'll live the eternity of the eternities like Adam and Eve did. You know, all Adam and Eve did is they stopped valuing the treasure of the Word. The devil got them to doubt the Word. Did God really say? What was the first temptation written in the Word? Did God really say that if you eat from this tree, you're going to (laughs) die? They doubted the word, which you doubted the value of the treasure of the working of the word, which means Jesus is no longer your just judge. Now you get into the unjust judge of Satan and his angels. We're just constantly beating believers up left and right because you don't have the just judge. There's two judges in the garden. Your words are your judges and two trees produce the judgment of the different words of the different kingdoms. The tree of life. Each word, each seed, all the fruit, the root system, the branches, the leaves of that tree are healing. Healing is a judgment towards sickness and disease. It's great judgment. We need judgments of the tree of life, loosed over all the earth, loosed into the heavens, loosed through your hearts, loosed through your eyes, loosed in your ears, loosed in your bellies, in your roots of your spiritual stomachs, loosed. With the roots of David, the judgments of the tree of life are permanent breakthroughs for civilization. Embrace them. You can look at the tree of life, and I just pray that the, the seer in 19 just be spread out all over your eyes, the eye salve that you purchase so that you can see. Jesus Christ said in Revelation, there is salve for your eyes that all of you are seers not just samuel the super prophet because now you got the super prophet jesus in your spirit since you're the body of christ you got him in there you have supernatural ability according to your faith be it unto you and if you don't have any faith you need to ask the holy spirit to come and save you because the holy spirit's got enough faith for you if you don't have faith for finances and you got to do shady business for money you don't have any faith you'll be tested in this stuff there's lots of people and this is where the enemy defeats you when you lose faith in the word and the spirit now you're in a time of great unbelief. The statistics now in the USA is they say believing in God is at the lowest percentage amongst Americans since 1776. I don't have any grid for that because we're so fried in the glory all the time. I can't even imagine not believing in God. What would you even do with your life? It's so far removed from our tribe that it's just bewildering how bad it really is out there it's shocking how and how a christian can walk away from god i just wonder what kind of relationship they had they must not have been fried in the glory you know what I mean? You get deep fried in the glory of where you're going to walk. All I can see is God. All Everywhere, just totally. My eye sockets have burned out of my skull. You want to go deeper in God so that you can't even backslide. Where are you going to walk away from? You, there's nothing behind you. Joel's army says that behind them is a total desolate desert wasteland they've consumed it and the garden of eden is before them because that's all you're seeing is going more within into the garden of the holiness of jesus christ in your spirit that all you can see is forward progress you're not looking behind you behind you is the, all the false christianity getting burnt up and being revealed for what it is you can't lose real faith if you actually have it I mean, if you go into heaven, do you think a person's going to come out of heaven? No, it's just, it's not even possible. True spiritual growth cannot be lost. Now, false spiritual growth is lost everywhere. And they're not demonstrating new covenant growth, spiritual growth at all. So people get discouraged and they look at bad leaders as examples of God. And they're not examples of God. The example of God is Christ crucified in our hearts. And the fullness of the Lamb of God's glory is available to anyone who grows inward. Colossians one twenty seven Into Christ in them. The glory. But if you're not taking your brain and your heart into the glory of Christ in your spirit, valuing the treasure house of original design of all the word of God working in your bellies, then it's just some external facade of false Christianity anyway. It's going to fail. In fact, the more the real disciples that are fully God inside-minded in these temples, as more and more Christians become real disciples, it's going to reveal all the false. And it's mostly false out there. So that's part of the process. Part of the judgment of the tree of life is God's love revealing the false externalism. Jesus said it. Things that are whispered in secret, shouted from the rooftop, things hidden will be revealed. The glory reveals hidden things, not so that people feel bad and are shamed, so that you can be convicted and realize I had fake Christianity my whole deceived life. And that's the greatest service and mercy of all time that it's revealed now and not when you die. And you go into heaven and be like, your Christianity was completely false and external. You were like old covenant Christians that didn't even know me. You're in by grace, but you have no rewards. The greatest mercy is to reveal all the external bewitchment now with revelation upon revelation, just beating up the devil. (laughs) The sword of fire beats up the devil. We're not about beating up believers. In fact, your spirit's so tough it couldn't be beat up. Even if you're an unbeliever, your spirit can't die in hell. The spirit's invincible. The spirit is eternal. The divine part of you will live eternity in heaven or hell. So it really can't be beat up. It's just total deception. Which means, how violent can the fire of God get when you're awakened to your spirit? What a mighty warrior God has made the bride to be! The Shulamite warlord of Song of Solomon wearing boots of burnished bronze holding the Goliath sword standing on Golgotha which is rulership of the mind whoever rules Golgotha rules the mind of the man the mind of the nations And it's going to take you getting proficient with the Word as the Goliath sword. Let the Goliath sword be imparted into all your spiritual stomach. It's going to take all the armory of God shared with everyone. The head shares everything with the whole body. That's what the Bible says. Psalms 133, the oil runs down from the head through the whole garments of the bride of Christ. And every lover of Jesus in the world gets all the best. stuff from the headship of the body. The prophet and the apostle that are real and sent from God share all the best stuff from God with everyone it's a feast that's what the feast of the lamb is is all the best stuff and abilities of god made activated in your spirit and revelated in your mind and you see it working so your faith just goes bonkers we need bonkers faith when this stuff starts working in you starts to part the red sea in you part your heart separate you from God and you just look at God all the time. (laughs) Keeping your eyes fixed on Jesus is keeping your eyes fixed on the Word working. It's not looking for invisible Jesus around you. Jesus is in heaven. What you're looking at is the Word of God. The Word of God is Jesus working on earth. The invisible Holy Spirit makes himself visible only through one thing. The Word. The Bible. You're not going to have God working in your life without the Bible working by the Holy Spirit. just never going to happen. Because the Holy Spirit has already given the prophets His Word. Our job is to believe the Gospel. The Gospel is the written letter mixed with the power of the Holy Spirit and believed upon, which causes the super energizing of our spirit to live in the supernatural promised land that Jesus pioneered for our souls. You're being lifted up by the listening to the Word of God and the Word of God is judging your atmosphere. It's judging your city. Just receive the gospel into your city as an angel. The Bible says the angel preaches the gospel mid-air. Revelation, you need a sonship understanding of the gospel. Not just the evangelists in the stadium, the evangelists on the street. Get an angelic understanding for the working of the word and apostolic understanding Moses going up a mountain in the new covenant this is the mountain of Zion this is a mountain of the Holy Spirit and your inner man's climbing it your soul with Christ in your spirit is climbing the mountain going from glory to glory is climbing the mountain how high can it go until all the other mountains are consumed Until you look around you and all you see is everything perfected, all the elements melted All the elemental spirits of the doors, the cars, the microphones, the tables, the windows, the ceilings, everything, the sidewalk, the trees, the birds, the animals, the lakes, the waters, every element of all creation, restoration of all things, restoration of all creation is fully melted from sin and decay and animated with a voice. Restoring the voice of creation, restoring the voice of the sun, the voice of the moon, voice of the sky the voice of the clouds the voice of the trees all creation sings praises to god everything in heaven worships god everything on earth will vocalize their praise and will come alive in the glory this is what the word of god's gonna do it's gonna judge everything that's dead and stagnant the elements are not to be ensnared and not to speak you're supposed to live in an interactive elemental place like heaven and you know acid is really a counterfeit for that of living in a melted down perfected realm where everything's alive and there's a reason why people like to do acid maybe not you but it's millions of people have done it and they say they tap into the spiritual realm, they tap into the demonic but the reason is the desire of your heart longs to have everything around it alive that's what you're looking for. You're looking for heaven. You know there's an, a, a possibility that all this stuff can interact with you. And some of those dimensional doors open up when you're on mind-altering substances, and we forbid pharmacia. Drugs will keep you out of the glory. The Bible says it. Pharmakia is drugs and alcohol, that will keep you out of the glory. Go into the glory, you'll find what you're looking for. You might have to press in. Seek and you will find, which means it's gonna require a seeking. You can't just, oh, it didn't work today. What else are you gonna spend your life on? Going after sin? Going after death? That's all time is for. All time is for seeking God. And going deeper in God. That's why you have an allotted time in those bodies. And you'll expand your hourglass into a sea of glass if you use your time wisely you can tap into eternity today you can spill over the eternal realm of fire into your heart, into your mind, into your eyes and your ears, and pull your bodies and your bones into Zion, the mountain of eternal fire in this world. There's a people that are gonna live in Mount Zion. We've lived in the seven mountains and died. We got all kinds of goofy teachings on that nonsense. Enoch has the perfect teaching of the seven mountains it's the imprisonment for the fallen angels you probably don't want to climb seven mountains if Enoch said the seven mountains were the imprisonment of all the fallen angels my god the charismatic church is almost teaching Satanism truth anyhow we need to climb Zion there's one mountain the Bible says that Mount Zion will rise as chief of all the other mountains. The only other mountains referenced in the scriptures are the seven mountains of the imprisonment of all the
1: demons.
0: (laughs) Externalism is seven mountains. That's the the seven-headed beast. It's just, in practical discipleship, it's simply soulishness. It's soulishness. Your soul has seven interior castles that are full of darkness if you're external. If you tap into Christ in you, the fire of God begins to burn the beast <laughs> and the seven-headed beast out of your seven interior castles, which is turning on the lights in your soul, transfiguring your soul. <laughs> you transfigure your soul only one way. I've never seen or heard any true mystic throughout time that hasn't been God-inside-minded. Teresa of Avila, Jian Guyon it's all about the spirit on the inside illuminating the soul in the soul getting completely incinerated on the fire of the spirit by practicing union in the spirit the grace of the lord jesus be with your spirit to burn up the temporal in your heart that's the burning of the curse of the fall why do you think the scriptures say you have to be refined seven times into pure gold What does it be? The refinement of the soul. Not the refinement of the spirit. The spirit's the covenant. Your spirit has God's throne in it. Now together, by faith, your, your spirit will grow in treasure, which is how much of your soul you've transformed together with the power of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the fire of the new covenant. And just like in the Old Testament, no one could put out the fire. God started the fire, no one could add to the fire. They tried to add to the fire, the true fire killed them in the Old Testament. <laughs> Leviticus 10, the sons of Aaron, they brought strange fire, unauthorized fire before the ark and fire came out of the ark, true fire. and smote them and their bodies were to be thrown and disposed of outside the camp and nobody was allowed to mourn. You couldn't cry one tear for Aaron's sons. Pretty wild. (laughs) Good thing we're in the new covenant because we probably would have got (laughs) We know how much strange fire Christians have practiced. It's actually quite rare to find a mature one that doesn't practice the fire of the soul. The fire of the energy of the flesh. See, that's what you're getting crucified to. If you crucify your carnal energy, sometimes your spirit's not regenerated so you just feel like it's terrible it's like a person fasts who doesn't have a lot of revelation or ge- gemstones in their spirit that just feel terrible other people it's just like super energy like just wong and just this giant light being behold like an angel like michael and uriel has entered the room but it's just just you because you have so much revelation work in your spirit which means you're so animated your spirit is as bright as how much word is written in it how much gemstone believers reward is in your treasure house how much word is working in your spirit is the exact brightness of your eternal spirit If we go from glory to glory, someone's about to believe a better promise. Someone's about to believe a better word. The blood of Jesus speaks a better word, which means someone's got to believe it in order to get brighter and brighter. And if the days of Noah are the floods of glory, somebody is about to outpour the full brightness that's going to blot out the noonday sun. And the most happiest person about it is the sun because he hates sin. It's true. I'll tell you an encounter. We were here in this room, and a, a friend of ours was a real powerful seer prophet, and we're all getting caught up in the glory. And the creature of the sun came and possessed his body and spoke to us in English. This is the kind of stuff we do off of screen and the sun the elemental spirit of the sun that we've been interacting with for a long time because the sun is a huge part in all this sun's mentioned in the bible a lot and people you know saint patrick called him brother's son you know saint patrick called him brother's son he had a relationship with the elemental spirits that's how he communicated with animals mystics have done this and it's real it's real you're in the deep enough in the glory you can talk to trees <laughs> amen my cat has spoken in english many times it's true in english And if you're spiritual enough, your spirit can talk to just about everything. Because everything's talking. And you're going to change everything. You're going to awaken the voice of creation. The Bible says that all creation will rejoice. Rejoicing is an act of communication. In order to rejoice, you have to see the joy and hear the laughter. That means it's an animation of creation. Okay? So the sun was rejoicing. The sun came down, this creature, and spoke through the seer prophet. And just shouted, THE GLORY IS COMING! THE GLORY IS COMING! THE GLORY IS COMING! We got so whacked man, we were having the celestial encounter with the sun, oh man it was so wild. All of a sudden, he sits back. He was unconscious and had no recollection of what just happened. The sun took over his body. That's why the prophets, you know, you want to have prophets around because then the wild stuff of what God wants to do can actually happen. Thank you, Father, for the prophets that will channel the things the holy spirit wants channeled not the demonic that stuff so burned away why because the word of god is what keeps it out the word of god keep all the demonic about out people are afraid of the wild supernatural stuff and we get into some very deep wild supernatural stuff but it's super holy and it's wholesome and it's transforming. The fruit's amazing. The joy, the love, the peace, the experiences are incredible. So make sure you're testing the fruit because the fruit is incredible. You can drink the fruit, make the fruit into wine and just drink the fruit all day long. Amen. Then you have great fruit, you're drunk on the fruit of the Spirit. (laughs) Days of Noah, he planted a vineyard and got drunk. We want those days of Noah. We want to learn how to plant a vineyard. What's the vineyard saying? Attached to the Word and drinking the life of the Word. So a leaf is the healing of the nations. What is it? It's It's the product of drinking the wine vine. It's the product of the river of life on the inside of staying connected that the covering of your outer man will release the life-giving substance of the Holy Spirit because you're internally drinking. Your brain has to be renewed to the river of life in your belly. Every Christian has to learn these things because if the brain doesn't disconnect from the world. Christians are miserable. They have terrible hard lives. It's called the wilderness. The wilderness is a place of terrible nightmares and wrong things happening to you from demon spirits in the Bible. You're not meant to be in the wilderness very long. It's only necessary until the switch goes off of brain into your spirit. Now you're out. As soon as your brain connects your spirit there's no more wilderness. It's promised land bliss all the rest of your life. (laughs) Remember, the wilderness only takes 11 days to walk through. But because they weren't internally connected by faith, they just lived their whole lives there and died, which is your brain never connected to your spirit. Your brain never realized the glory. Colossians 1 27, you must realize the glory of Christ in your belly. <laughs> and then the more word you have working in your belly, once you realize the glory, that's the baptism of fire. Now you go from fire to fire, glory to glory, and upward elevations, climbing Mount Zion, because now the glory's real to you. Now you learn how to drink. Now you have a treasure house. The more treasure you build up, the higher you go. The more words you have working. How do you reign the word of God? The new Jerusalem coming down as the scroll, the bride of Christ. the heavenly Jerusalem reigning as scrolls from the sky it's a parallel of Moses bringing the word down from the mountain but this is Holy Spirit mountain so there has to be a building up and a tearing down of the old a burning away of the old so you're getting sanctified your faith is growing in the word amen and you just get all your ideas and opinions off of it Jesus said, it's not my will, but your will be done. And my food is to do the will of the one who sent me. Which means that I have to be focused on what the word of my father desires for me today. Otherwise, I can't grow. I got to get my opinions, my ideas, all my stuff just burnt up. So, you sit around anointed teaching, anointed preaching, the anointed word. The Bible says the only way to rise is through the prophetic word. The only way to grow in the angelic is through the prophetic word. The prophetic word is the living, energized word full of heaven's glory. Not all words are equal. You want to test the word to see if it has the blood and the water in it. If there's no wine in it, there's no glory. Do not harm the wine or the oil. People that minister words that don't have wine and oil, it doesn't have heaven on it. It's earthly, it's from the earth. It's human gospel, human teaching. You have to rid your life of that nonsense. That will destroy your souls. That's the majority of the junk food out there. You wanna make sure this content, this teaching, this preaching, and it's not gonna be the super educated doctorate in divinity nonsense You know, you're not going to be able to boast in your pride, you're you're just going to get fried. The glory is just going to deep fry you. That's the evidence that the word you're listening to is actually from God, that the fruit of heaven, the light of His glory, the fire of the eternal realm, of the eternal one is burning up your temporal nature, getting fried. And if you can tune into that and understand that the word is to burn you up, sanctification is being refined in fire seven times into pure gold in your heart, in your mind, in your bones, in your marrow, in your organs. And as your bones and marrow burn, the atmosphere around you will burn. The more your bones burn, the more your marrow burns, the greater your atmosphere of glory will be in the earth. Forget the walls, if we have sons manifesting with the fire of God like a treasure house of the Garden of Eden in their bellies. <laughs> the fire just be burning through all the bones in the region there is a sovereign purification but since it's so irreligious we miss it and the devil is such a loud obnoxious liar we're always distracted don't be distracted by the devil keep your eyes focused on the increase of the word of god What the bible say heaven and earth will pass away all this nonsense the devil's doing is just smoke and mirrors it's total distractions he's a distractor he has no eternal substance he knows this time is short so he's doing a lot of hyper distractions through politics through inflation through money through all kinds of dumb dumb stuff (laughs) dumb stuff but if you look at the word if as in a mirror and let it just burn you up none of that temporal stuff has any influence on your life. You can live the eternal life now. <laughs> Babylon the Great is the greatest opportunity to live in the kingdom because you're just surrounded by the dumbest stuff of all time. <laughs> just wasted absolute foolishness stuff that it, it's the pinnacle of foolishness because that's all the enemy has two things the enemy builds with <laughs> lust and pride folly and madness all god has is wisdom god only builds with wisdom which is costing you the temporal as wisdom builds the seven pillars killing beasts mixing wine shouting from the high place what's the high place with your eyeballs is the low place your spirit's the high place spirit is high soul inner court flesh, brain, outer court. Your brain is the lowest part of you. It's your base part of you. Truth anyhow, the high place of you is your spirit. So you have to get flipped upside down understanding the high place of the spirit. There's nothing higher than God. John four twenty four. God is spirit. Out of your belly will flow God's spirit. So what is the high place? In your belly. That's storing up treasures in heaven according to the Bible. But if you're storing up treasure in your brain, you're storing up on Earth. It's madness. That's why they're all mentally ill. Because they're stuck in the realm of the dead, storing up treasure in their brain, living in your skull. You got to live in the spirit, not in the flesh. You got to sacrifice this thing. And the more you live in your spirit, the more your brains will burn with fire and keep your thought life clean, purified from all the defilement of the shadows. Moses said, phantoms have been my rivals. Phantoms are shadows, fallen angels. (laughs) And they're just, they need an embodiment. We're the body of Christ. That's why they only find rest inside human beings. They'll live in animals, but they don't like that. They want to live in humans. They want to suck you dry. They want to influence you for their will. Paul called them powerful demon gods. You know, that's what the Bible says. Powerful demon gods. You know, but Christ defeated them at the cross. It's only a power of the flesh. And it's intense because you see Christians doing dumb crap every day. People just, it's shocking. The influence of the world, the external, fallen, wandering stars, what they get believers to do, to compromise, to sell their souls, to practice immorality, to trust in money, and to just get into the devil after they're born again. Babylon is a horrible place. Horrible, horrible. Highest level deception, highest level distraction. That's what Babylon the Great is. Babylon the Great means great confusion direct translation of the word Babylon, the world system you're in right now, confusion. There's no confusion in Christ. Where there is clarity, there is great light, the Bible says. So you just need the cross to crucify your soul, and it will burn. And it will be painful, probably, because of how much foolishness is in our souls. But you can trust the process of the Holy Spirit, your sanctifier, Yahweh Mekadeshim, the Lord our sanctifier, you need him and worship him. Worship his name. Worship the Lord who sanctifies you. It's the fire burning up the madness. It's the fire burning up the pride, the burning up the immorality. We need fire to practice purity. You can't practice purity at God's level of purity without the baptism of fire. It's not possible. It's not an external discipline of not being sexually immoral. That's not purity. It's the Lord Christ formed in you as God Almighty. You're not just external discipline of religious activity with you can boast about something you've done. That's religion. That's Satanism. Repent. You need the Holy Ghost to be your purity. Christ Your righteousness which means the Holy Ghost possessing your inner man is the only possibility for purity amen and it works it works it works in a lot of people you can yield your members to the Holy Ghost and his purity is shared with you you can't boast about your own because you don't have any think about it you never will the Holy Spirit is our purity all the names of God in the Bible Jehovah Jireh, the Lord is our Provider. Jehovah Ash, the Lord is our Fire. Jehovah Rovi, Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is our Peace. Jehovah Sidkenu, the Lord is our Righteousness. It was every attribute attribute of divinity was attributed to the Lord. And Israel realized, I don't have any of it. That's old covenant revelation. (laughs) New Covenant is the same thing except it's on the inside now. And you're just awakening to the Lord as your righteousness. That's the main one. Yahweh Sidkenu. The Lord is your righteousness because with the Lord in there, then everything's right. The thinking's right. The purity's right. The word choice, the actions are right. Practicing righteousness is promised land activity. See, we go beyond the elementary things, Hebrews 6 baptisms the laying on of hands the resurrection of the dead and if god permits into practicing righteousness so it's the what's the maturity when the spirit gels And the inner man is more real than the outer man by eating the prophetic word and obeying the prophetic word. That's how your inner man gets more real because you only awaken by revelations of God and your inner man gels and you start to live for the eternal, immortal, invincible, divine part of you of your spirit. Amen. And that part of you begins to conquer the outer part of you. And we just thank you, Father, for everyone's inner man becoming more real to them than their outer man. Let Joel's bar and this ministry make the eternal part of you, of your inner man, more real than your outer man. That's how temptation falls off you because you're not going to practice temporal, profane, worthless things. You won't want to. Because it's worthless. It has no value. Because when the inner man, the eternal man, is awakened and feasting and getting built up on the word, you only value wisdom. A temporal investment is foolishness for you. You're only investing in eternal things. You'll make right choices constantly. What you need is wisdom. If anyone is deficient in wisdom, let let them ask God and he will give them a flood of wisdom, James says. And when the wisdom comes in, it comes in with a flood of fire. Because it's going to burn up all the junk that was destroying your life, the confusion of Babylon, the words of the enemy, curses. It's going to burn up your sin. It's going to sanctify you. And it's going to possess you. There's a river of wisdom the seven spirits of God are seven rivers of God. John 7:38. out of your belly flows rivers, plural. What are the rivers that flow out of your belly? It's the full animation of your spirit by the seven rivers of God. There are seven torches of God, seven spirits of God, seven colors of God in the rainbow of God. It's the glory of God in the rainbow of the river of colors. This is how you remove the darkness and the colors of the seven blazing torches of seven rivers of fire. It's not just red, orange fire, like natural fire. This ain't natural fire. This ain't the burning of oxygen and helium and carbon and all the nonsense of the natural realm. This is the burning of the glory. The fire of God is holy. It's other. It's not a part of this creation so it can't be comprehended with the carnal mind. What happens when it hits the carnal mind is this thing burns. This is the burnt offering. The skull, the brain, the mind is the burnt offering. This thing gets cocooned in fire and the intelligence now becomes the very seven spirits of God in the angel of the believer, the new creature in Christ. You can call it a new creature. What's a new creature? It's an angelic type being. It's a light being. It's a son and daughter of God, usually trapped under layers and layers of soil and dirt and dust and distraction and deception of the false you, which is just the earthen vessel of whatever body of genes you got from mommy and daddy that has nothing to do with the eternal part of you that is totally brand new. It's all new. Different mother, different father, different genetics, different blood type. The blood of Jesus, the generational lines of Jesus, the tree of life has all kinds of legacy in it. It has all kinds of, what is it when it's passed down from generation to generation? A genealogy in it. Amen. The tree of life is a family tree of those who live in the glory. Amen and this is the new creature in christ of those whose mother and father are god if the mother and father is earthly just forget about it jesus said you can't be my disciple unless you forsake your mother and father which means you have to forsake the human part of you to practice the divine part of you and that's where we lose about 95 percent of christians because they don't want to sacrifice anything temporal for the eternal well, you, you can't be a disciple. And the only possibility of becoming a son, a son is becoming a disciple and maturing as a disciple. You have to be a mature disciple to become a weos, mature son of God. So sonship is the, the full maturity of discipleship. Amen? That's the promised land for your soul, is that your spirit gets fathered into the same maturity as Jesus Christ, who's not known as the son of Joseph that's blasphemy well you being known as the son of your earthly father is equally blasphemous because you're rejecting the born-again experience of the bloodlines of the Messiah who saved you from sin and that's why you have problems because you're identifying with the fallen Adamic bloodline that has Satan in it and Satan's government is given to that fallen Adamic bloodline Adam made a covenant with the devil Now we make a covenant with Jesus and get out of the Adamic, which is out of the bloodline of man into the bloodline of God, which is drinking his blood every day. You can't be my disciple unless you drink my blood. You have to pass down the legacy and the bloodline of the generations of the tree of life. And the life is in the blood. And this is a different word that the blood speaks. That blood speaks a different word the blood of abel is the earthly those in the knowledge of good but the blood of jesus is the heavenly in unconditional love pouring out from wisdom's treasure house Proverbs says that the words of wisdom are more valuable than sapphires, emeralds, rubies, diamonds, and all the gems of the earth combined, because it is an outpouring of the Word of God from the new creature. The new creature is an outpouring. The new creature, when it's brought into maturity, is the never-ending revival. The new creature is the Son of God, the brother of Jesus, the sister of Jesus. He's not ashamed to call the new creature a brother and sister the bible says it amen read in hebrews that the part of you that is spirit is exactly the same bloodline as jesus christ now all the rest of it that came from mom and dad that's what you're at war against in your own members you're wrestling your own beast nature in america you're wrestling yourself you're wrestling your heart And if you understand the weapons of your warfare are the fire of god to burn this thing up you can bring your body as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to god and you can win in the soul through the fire of god and the burnt offering of the altar of god there's an altar in revelation for your body for your mind for your soul you need healing in your body lay down on the altar of fire before his throne there's a new covenant altar At which we serve continuously if Jesus our high priest and Apostle serves at that altar how much more do we need to be in Christ right there with him seated with Christ in heavenly places what heavenly places are you working with Jesus Christ in the altar that's why you're a royal priesthood in the heavenly realm you are working at the very eternal altar that was not built by man but by God's word and his angels. Amen. And you're right there in your spirit, and this word will take you there, and all the doubt and unbelief of the temporal realm of the dead that keeps you locked into the dirt around you and external idolatry begins to melt away. The more and more you hear the word from above and not below, the more and more the temporal will burn away. The veil was torn, but is your veil torn? Is your eyes circumcised? Is your mind circumcised? Which means the separating of the temporal from the eternal. Your spirit is saving your soul and mind and pulling it into the dimension of eternal fire. How many think fire? Think everything alive. Technicolor. Living light. The dimension of glory. The glory realm is the realm where everything is perfectly alive. And it's alive by fire and to get there the stuff in you that is dead and decaying just simply has to get burnt up in it you want to see a vision just pour fire on someone's brain let's see a vision instantly you pour the eternal on the temporal that's when visions begin to pop in your minds that's when your dream life just goes bonkers in the glory The whole prophetic realm of the spirit of prophecy, the testimony and experiences of Jesus just gets activated in the baptism of fire. As you go from glory to glory, it gets matured and you learn how to use these temples under the full control of the fire of God. I make my ministers flames of fire. It's the Holy Ghost fire (laughs) that is maturing His nature in our hearts. So whatever is in the way of the fire, just give it... To God today your heart your mind thank you Jesus for receiving an offering of our hearts and minds and our souls and our natural man and good news there's a glorification of your nations there's a glorification had there never been a curse of the fall God turns all things for good so even though all of our nations have practiced cannibalism and have eaten our neighbors. We drank out of our enemies' heads like skulls. We dragged them behind our chariots. We decapitated them and offered their children on altars to demons after we slaughtered them and ethnic cleansing. every na- We ethnically cleansed just the Native Americans just a few hundred years ago in this continent. And I mean, the, the bloodlines and the things that our nations have done Are so grotesque but the fire of God just burns it away that's the working of the cross is that the punishment will all be towards the demons and they'll get sealed up in the lake of fire what we need is the water of life washing our nations there's the glorification of the nation so whoever's forgiven much loves much so nations that have sinned a lot practice much wrongdoing in the flesh when the water washes you it's just you need that much more water to wash and the water is the water of God the water of life so it's gonna be just tremendous outpouring of living water keep pouring out the water the spirit and the bride say come and drink it's water without measure living water it's the glory of God and what it will do is just fill all those areas you can pour it out on everyone You never close anyone off from this water. The judgments of God are the living waters without measure towards everything that has breath in the garden. (laughs) You don't have to be good to come and drink. You just have to be thirsty. The Spirit and the Bride say, come and drink. All who are thirsty, come and drink. (laughs) What's the cost? All the dust getting washed out of you amen all the darkness the shadows the demons the repetitive sin patterns the self-destruction all the negativity all the the bitterness getting judged out of you living water removes the bitterness one thing we need is all the negativity burned out of our hearts so that we can only speak words of life the greatest judgment of the Lamb of God is just having so much life pour out of your face every moment They just keep the shadows beat back so far away from your soul that you live in like a glory zone on earth. Your words can create your promised land around you if you learn how to just use these bodies and the plumbing he's already given you. The word, the water, and the blood can perfect your lives on earth. You don't need anything else. God's given you enough. He says, I've supplied everything you need for life and godliness. So it's not like, oh, I just lack all this stuff. No, you don't have a revelation of what he's given you. You need a revelation. Revelation activates the full godliness that he's imparted in you to create a perfect life for your soul on earth as it is in heaven. <laughs> the only thing we lack is perishing because of a lack of revelation of what we already got. You can't get any more of God. <laughs> You're born again of God. It's like a baby saying, I want to be more of the DNA of mommy and dad when you're born in their womb. It's like, no, you, you got the full package of mommy and daddy when you were born in the flesh. When you're born in the spirit, you got the full package of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in the new creature. You can't get any more. <laughs> all, you, all you need is revelation of what you got and expands and devours the lies that encase it. So a jar of clay, an earthen vessel, is the container of the treasures of heaven. And these treasures are the sons and daughters of the living God. Amen? You're a treasure house of sonship. Awaken to the new creature in Christ. Let the word of God go right through your spirit. Hit the mark. Let it build the spirit. Let it tear down the strongholds of the brain. Anything that the mind's connected to, let it be cast down into the new creature. The new creature is what cocoons the brain. See there's an entity in here, the new creature, the born-again creature. It's called a creature. Time to get into creature dumb. amen? This is living in the supernatural naturally. You're born again, you can't get any more supernatural than that. Now it's to live in the born-again creature. Most Christians don't ever live in the born-again creature after they're born again. They get bewitched within seconds. Now they just live in the flesh and apply Christianity to the old man the whole rest of their life. That's not Christianity. That's bewitchment. Having begun in the new creature, trying to finish in the soul is Satan. The Bible calls it the chief work of the devil, twice dead. Always go looking for help on the outside. I'm such a mess. It's so hard. All the answers on the inside. The new creature has every answer. Amen. Press into the inside. Feed your spirit the Bible. Eat the Bible into your spirit. The more Bible you put into your spirit, the better your life will be. Amen. The Bible is the <laughs> genetics of God the Father. You have the genetic coding of the Creator on earth, completely. It's the Bible. The Bible is the genes, the gene pool of the living God that created the world. If you put those genetics, which is you got to feed the child, you got to feed the new creature. The new creature has to eat the gene pool of God. You have It needs a certain diet, otherwise this thing will win because this thing is getting bombed by demons all the time. And so the head is always getting pulled in the wrong directions, but you can control the head by the spirit and have peace with God, Romans 8. So it just takes a discipleship. You just got to be around real disciples because we're just not going to allow the realm of the dead or the fallen angels to destroy our souls anymore. God has given us everything we need for life and godliness. We're going to learn how to use what he gave us as the fullness of deity and dwells us in bodily. We're just going to grow in revelation of how to utilize what he's given us and we're going to conquer all the works of the devil. Turns out it's just a metamorphosis of the old man taking this temple and just brooding on the inside until you have just made such a dove's nest on the inside. You're just in heaven within all the time. You can have heaven within all the time, or you don't even care what's going on the outside. (laughs) Arise from the prostration which circumstances have kept you. Arise and shine for your light has already come. Arise to a new day, Isaiah says. That risen life is the new creature rising in you. That's the morning star rising in you. The morning star is the light of Jesus, born of the Word of God. That's the light of the Word in your spirit so your spirit's gonna have to face your soul and divide it asunder then your spirit will have to face your mind and divide it asunder then your spirit's gonna face your bones and marrow and divide it asunder and you've been given a sword weapons of faith that are real weapons of swords spears arrows to the new creature it's like like a little titan in there juggernaut it's a berserker it's a mighty warrior you're born of a house of the lion of the tribe of Judah you're born of a house of soldiers and warriors you're born into the armies of the Living God you're not born into any kind of other weakness of Christian ideas you're born into soldierhood it's true you're conceived of God the soldier God the mighty warrior. You have his genetics in your spirit. Everything else is just Satan. it just burn off of you. God's a mighty warrior, Exodus says. God's a great king, Exodus says. You have kingship warrior genes in your belly. If you feed your spirit, the word of God, that new creature just gets so strong it just terrorizes all the lives. I terrorize my own heart all the time. And anyone that cares about their own bloodline or the Barthra bloodline, you know, they, they shame me. It's true. Well, I dealt with a lot of that and the total forsaking of my human nature and the total forsaking of my natural bloodlines and the inheritance of the natural man has to be utterly forsaken in order for the inheritance of Christ, the spirit man. Amen. And it's just like, get that temporal garbage away from me, you know, giving up whatever you need to give up just to grow in the glory. It's once you have the eternal realm burned into your mind as just the only th- thing worth living for, like it says in Song of Solomon, it doesn't even feel like a sacrifice anymore. It's common sense that I'm going to live for the eternal realm. Wisdom becomes the only option because we don't sin. We hate sin. We're not going to let the devil have a foothold in our life. We're not going to give any quarter to lies. We're at war against lies in our souls. There, no seed of any lying spirit will ever grow in my soul or flesh. I'm just at war against the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the tree of life means business and it's a mighty warrior. So it just terrorizes it. Spiritual violence of the fire of the tree of life. The tree of life is a tree of fire. And it grows up and terrorizes that other tree in the garden. That's why they always say, you're so mean. You're such a mean guy. You should, you should be kinder and more gentler and nicer. What the demons are begging for mercy through that sinner is what's going on. We've seen it 10,000 times. You don't want, you don't want their sin burnt up because the tree of the knowledge is of good and evil is fragile. The tree of life is indestructible. Christ cannot be destroyed a second time, Hebrews says. So the fire of God is indestructible. The Lord your God is an all devouring fire, and you want that formed in you, but it's just going to cost you the temporal tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which is your humanity. Amen? Just keep feeding your humanity to the fire, and the fire keeps growing. That's what the baptism of fire is for. Purification seven times into pure fire, which until there's no human sustainment left. There's nothing in my person that sustains me. There's no independence from God remaining in my soul or my senses or my hands. It's all the fire of God working an eternal life through my soul in the natural dimension. That's what real maturity is. It's the full working out of salvation in the power of the Word of God, like orbit, orbiting around me. Like the angels that orbit and fly around the Father. Millions and millions of angels. So will the angels fly around the Father formed on the inside of you. And the angels will be the workers at the end of the age if you go all the way in the fire, the baptism of fire, in the formation of the Son of God in your inner man. Amen? That's the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus that ends the curse of the fall for civilization and it doesn't take all believers to do it. It just takes a man-child company, the friends of the bridegroom, to lead the entire bride of Christ and automatically she covers the whole world. Amen. So you have all kinds of different levels of maturity. We want to go into the mature things of God so deep that it just shifts civilization that any kind of time sorcery and plans the demons have for years and months and things orchestrated in the secret societies, and the nations and these corrupt FBI, these corrupt CIA, these corrupt Democrats and these corrupt parties in the earth that want to just manipulate and control with a communist, globalist, worldly spirit, that spirit of Babylon. Listen, you go into the fire of God, you'd burn that stuff. We just released the fire of God on that stuff. Let the fire of God destroy the witchcraft scrolls of the sorcerers of Babylon the Great. Let all their works come to nothing. Let the heavenly Jerusalem reign through the few sons of God that are formed in the earth. Doesn't take 10,000 sons. Just one. Like the days of Noah. Just one. That comes into true maturity and all the sorcerers go to zero. Zero. In all nations. Like Elijah and the 950 prophets of Baal and Asherah. One guy on one mountain ended all the false prophets in the whole world. Hello? So it doesn't take 10,000 people. It just takes an Elijah company to end what all the demons are wanting to do. Of course they want to do stupid crap. They've been fathering sons and daughters and bloodlines just like Jesus has because they're counterfeiters of God. They have a maturity of the demonic, a maturity of the red dragon. They're red dragon societies. There's all kinds of stupid crap they're always doing in darkness, planning and scheming and to hurt and control, manipulate and sacrifice the dogs. And their slave class working taxpayer class and in wars and warmongering sorcerers have always been doing the will of their fathers the fallen angels welcome to life on earth the last six thousand years of recorded time now what we need is people to get into the fire of god and just burn up the works of the devil from the promised land of heavenly jerusalem not in a big fuss but in a big feast A Feast of Revelation that activates the total victory of Christ formed on the inside, which will just release rivers of fire. What ended Babylon, Daniel 7? The rivers of fire. What will end Babylon the Great? Revelation 7 for the great harvest? Rivers of fire. Same rivers of fire, except not just Jesus coming in the mobile throne. You, his brothers and sisters, taking your places in the clouds of glory in the thrones in the Father's house, in your ascension through the baptism of fire, and just burning up the earth. I've come to bring fire. What's the fire? His spirit. How do you get more fire? more words of God working in your bellies. Out of your belly flows rivers. So if you want more fire, more rivers of fire, fire which is more rivers of glory, you're going to need more words of God that you believe, which is trusting and leaning your entire personality on the power of his word working in your spirit to release fire. Amen? You're going to need to know his word working on the inside and watch the word work. And if you only got faith for a couple words, grow those couple words, and they'll become huge words, and that will develop and make room for more faith in other words to be working in you, which will increase the outpouring of the rivers of the fire of God. All the, the manifestation of the sons of God is in measurements of liquid glory, that comes out of the Word of God, the Gospel of God, working by its own power inside the human spirit. In order to overcome the fall, God had put His divinity back inside the human spirit. Now we march forward triumphing in Christ to conquer the curse of the fall in the heavenly places, wrestling, principalities, powers, thrones, and dominion, and our victory is our faith. Because the greater your faith, the greater your fire. The greater your fire, the greater the ending of the confusion, which is Babylon the Great. No more gender identity crisis, no more confusion in religion, no more confusion in sexual morality, no more confusion in anything. When the fire of God comes this strongly, everything turns into a sea of glass and we speak those things that are not as though they are because we're a prophetic people, and we create the future of our own planet by the word of God and the will of God and the spirit of God using what God has given us as priesthood of Melchizedek tools to recreate the heavens and the earth. That's our job. We change the heavens, we change the sky, we change the air, we change the thought life and the influence of the breath and everything that has breath in the garden to breathe in the word of God and burn up all the works of the devil as wood, hay and stubble in Jesus name it will outpour from the treasure house of the silver of the gold of the gemstones of the word of God in your hearts let's say the word of God is in my heart the word of God is in in our hearts from the word pours forth rivers of fire amen and it will destroy all the works of the devil and it'll destroy the works of the devil in you first so it's going to destroy your your temporary temporal delusion of what you think you are and what christianity is in your own brain all that's the first to go like the bible says judgment begins in the house of god the bible says your body is his house so this is the first thing that gets just totally judged burnt up completely burnt up your bodies have to get burnt up in the judgment in the house of god it's a judgment towards satan his lies his religion his lust and it's fun pray for judgment in the house of god to burn up everything in you so it's just fire and then you have crystal clear sparkling minds in the judgment in the house of god amen put this brain right into the judgment seat of jesus christ now you have the crown of the holy of holies burning on your brain the crown of his life you only get the crown of life through judgment amen Judgments are your payday. Judgments are what set you free from anything wrong with you. More judgments. Let the judgments of Jesus Christ increase in our souls a thousand times more than this in the next 30 days. Let us have a thousandfold increase of judgment in our community. Everyone watching online, every disciple of the fire of God and Red Letter Ministries around the world, those that are learning what God has given to me and entrusted to me in this river of wisdom, my calling is to be a river of wisdom that lifts people up into the glory of God. So there's many members of the same body. When you come into Red Letter Ministries, you're coming into the school of the sons and the school of wisdom that the sons speak. That's my job and the part I play in the body of Christ. Amen. And this is what wisdom is going to do to you. Wisdom is fire. Wisdom is the word on fire. So it's just going to burn up everything. That's why people get so offended when they come into wisdom school. Because honestly, we're so full of pride, which is madness. We're full of madness. All that stuff is just under the judgment of wisdom. And if you come in in humility, you're just like, judge it all. Those are the ones getting intoxicated by killing the beasts and mixing their wine. Because they're like, I don't have any wisdom. So I'm going to let wisdom just burn everything up and then you're just whacked all the time on the living word. The Bible says in Jeremiah 23, 9, I'm like a drunken man because of the holy word, like one who's had too much wine to drink. That's the evidence that wisdom is killing the beast. You get drunk because you're killing the beast. What's the beast? Your human nature. You're not drunk because you're not sacrificing your beasts. Amen. That's what the Bible teaches. You want the drunken glory, just keep sacrificing the carnal nature to wisdom. And you'll be drunk every day because you're living as a living sacrifice, slaughtering your human nature. It's the only way to live. Amen. 1 Corinthians 2 7 but rather what we are setting forth is a wisdom of god once hidden from the human understanding and now revealed to us by god that wisdom which god devised and decreed before the ages for our glorification which means no wisdom no glory Great glory, great wisdom. The measure of glory you're walking in, which is how much light, how much joy, how much fruit, how much heaven, is the exact measure of this wisdom. That wisdom. This wisdom. Which God has devised and decreed before the ages for our glory. For our glory. And then once it's for your glory and the wisdom... That God has devised for you before the ages. The glory lifts you into the glory. Glory to glory. Amen. <laughs> that's what it says. Amplified classic. First Corinthians 2, 7. Glory to glory. Wisdom which God devised and decreed before the ages for our glorification to lift us into the glory. A glory that lifts us into a greater glory. A fire that lifts us into a greater fire. See how the word works as the stairway to heaven? These are words of fire judging and burning up all the the lateral earthly stuff in us that just, I'm I'm a mere man, I'm a mere woman, Oh, just burn that junk up. I'm a creature of heaven. I'm born again. My citizenship is in heavenly Jerusalem, I ain't living an earthly life, I ain't living a human life. I'm going to get into wisdom and burn this thing up which means come more alive burning the soul up means more life The fire is the fire of life. It's the fire of glory. It's the Shekinah. Shekinah is fire. Wisdom is the only substance the Bible teaches that produces the Shekinah. If you want the Shekinah, you gotta get into wisdom. And if you want wisdom, you gotta get your human nature and all your philosophies and all your earthly intelligence totally judged, slaughtered by wisdom every day, amen, pray for wisdom, the Holy Ghost and the angels will help you grow in wisdom, you can ask the Holy Ghost for wisdom, then expect judgment towards the beast. Stuff is start gonna you know, start dying in you, you be irritated. A lot of the good stuff that you hold on to, that's the good part of me. That's the gifted side of me. The spirit of wisdom is just like oh no, 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 that ain't that ain't God. You know, like a clean animal in the days of Noah. Wouldn't it? It's a clean animal. It's got to burn. God ain't producing clean animals. He's metamorphosizing you into the angel-like sons of God, the children of the resurrection. It is written in Luke 20. That is the work of wisdom. Transfiguration. To lift us into the glory. How high can you go? This is important. As you begin to taste the glory, you begin to have a vision of your future life in the glory. There's no cap. There's no cap. We're talking about perfecting the heavens and the earth beyond imagination. So the glory just keeps going forever. The glory keeps changing everything forever. Everything will keep changing. Everything the glory touches is made new constantly. So it's changing your heart, your heart's being made do. It's changing your brain, your brain's being made do. It's changing your world, it's changing your boss, it's changing your work, it's changing your car. Amen? It's changing everything. It's changing the atmosphere of your soul right now. Just change everything. The wisdom of change, the wisdom that changes civilization. We need wisdom so desperately to burn up all the madness of the earth's dimension. Wisdom's going to rain from on high. Wisdom speaks from the high place that is written and shouts down to everyone down below. So the word on the mountaintop of the Holy Spirit, Mount Zion, is wisdom like a river. And the word is the container of the, the river. So out of your heart flows rivers. So it's just wisdom is the container of those rivers of fire. So you're going to be declaring the word of God like a lawgiver on the mountain, like Moses and the lamb. Out of your mouth, true apostolic intercession, all of you. Even if you're just in your house, the elevation of your inner man can be over the whole planet. And you have more power than the president. Yep. You could just be a stay-at-home mom and be more powerful than the president. That's not possible. That is promised in the Bible. That the sons and daughters of the living God who ascend internally in their inner man into the heights of the Holy Spirit and get fully sanctified by faith in the Word of God will be an outpouring as a divine government from the angelic heavenly sphere every single one of you like a president every single one of you like a king and a queen to the kings and priests of the earth this is the priesthood of the kingship of the lamb Jesus's royal Jewish bloodline true divine royalty but it's a supernatural eternal dimension not like the temporal royalty that's false royalty true divine royalty of jesus and his bloodlines this is what you're getting trained in this is kingship your princes with god your israelites You are royalty. The Bible says you're a royal nation. Word nation is ethnicity, race, a royal race. A royal nation means royal race of new creatures. That new creature part of you is as royal as it gets. And if it gets developed and it devours the unroyal part of you, and you just keep going and sanctifying this thing, it'll come on the outside and reveal kingship with an actual crown and a golden scepter. And people are gonna have to deal with angel-like kings. And we're not coming with peace. We're coming with war upon the devil's head and upon the devil's sons to conquer the nations on the war horse of the white horse of Revelation 19, to slaughter the enemies of Christ permanently supernatural enemies that will be eliminated through all flesh by the maturity of the manifesting sons of god that's what's going to happen in the next several years we're training you up for the white horse armies of revelation 19. that's joel's army in the bible led by jesus christ himself king of kings and lord of lords what the word of god raining from the sky with chariots and horsemen of fire consuming the whole earth in a canopy of heavenly jerusalem the sphere of the earth's skyline the earth's cloud line has become the heavenly jerusalem of the rulership of the mature sons and daughters of the living god our citizenship is in the rulership of that realm Isaiah 4 prophesied of the conquerors who would conquer Earth's atmosphere and produce a dome. It's called the Tabernacle of David and now we're going to fulfill it in our day. A covering of the heart of God. What is the heart of God? Fire! It's the fire of love. Amen! You come into a place of maturity to cover the whole planetary system and clothe it with the heart of God's fiery love and burn everything up. And the people that don't like divine love, well, they're tortured in that fire. It's the lake of fire for them. They're in it. We produce it. It's what we consume the earth with. Fire, love, purity, holiness, and lots of truth lots of wisdom frustrating the wicked destroying the intelligence of the intelligent and making the flesh and the soul clear so people can only make decisions based on the eternal spirit therefore they shall all know the lord when the fire rains like that and it will in our lifetimes it's gonna take some time but it will in our lifetimes will continue to grow we have such a company of soldiers in this ministry it is so amazing the maturity all over planet earth that's learning the wisdom of the sons of God and the promised land of how we rule in the skyline Isaiah prophesied of who are these that fly along like clouds like doves to their nests and Jesus is seated on the cloud with the royal crown alluding to the sonship rulership in the cloud line revelation 14:14. it is written with the scepter like a sickle which is the harvest of the nations global harvest never-ending revival as when your souls are reigning in this elevation and permanently pegged by a certain measure of treasure of the word of god working in your spirit it means you have to be overfed christians If you're underfed, you're under your own throne and you don't have the promises. You don't have the overcomer's gifts of sitting with me on my throne, which means you haven't yet fed your spirit more than your soul and your flesh, you're underfed. So you keep eating the word, the prophetic word, the living word. You got a mirror of the Bible, you got all the technology today to feed your spirit or to feed your flesh. Wide path of destruction, never been easier narrow paths of eternal life that's never been easier more accessible and there's never been a greater feast of wisdom of the sons of god than right now it's a social media revival of as much prophetic wisdom of the sons of god as you can eat every day and taste the fruit you just get the crap out of you that's the devil and it's not working and just get more and more refined more and more wise everything gets smoothed out it gets easier you're sailing the crystal sea over the earth highway of holiness no unclean things nothing is raining on your parade if there's still the demonic influence this just means you got to go up higher where they can't touch you. there is an elevation bob jones was right there is a snake line it's written isaiah 35 no one clean thing can pass a certain membrane you have a promised land dimension reserved for you that if you go in that high in the spirit in the word in the water through the sheep gate to the father nothing can ever touch you or hurt your feelings again you just are over it all and none of it influences your blessings your finances your health all of it's on autopilot The higher you rise and build up your spirit, the more the world automatically works underneath your kingship and sonship reign. That's why we feast all day for our spirit because we're going to go into eternal Sabbath day's rest where the whole universe works under the sons of God's thrones in the heavens. Amen. Keep feasting. Amen. Some of you need to do a little fasting. But we certainly all do need to do a ton of feasting amen the son of man comes eating and drinking and they say that he has a demon <laughs> as he's having too much fun in the glory give us some sour-faced religion so that we can get into false humility and false holiness like the devil taught us in our nation last 500 years like idiots no we're gonna have jubilee we're gonna have true kingdom of heaven joy joy unspeakable full of glories. the promise of the sons of god we're gonna burn up all the religious stupidity in the nations completely evaporate wormwood where the scowling scoffing faces just get burnt off their faces i'm gonna one of our promises of the promised land is burning off everyone's frown muscles Burn off the frown muscles. (laughs) Revelation 7, wipe every tear from the eye. Well, they can't be sad. Can't be angry. Can't even be competitive. That strife, that jealousy demon won't even exist. The fire god just burn it out of entire nations. Everyone's celebrating everyone else's success. Happy for everyone else. Not a hater on the earth. (laughs) Because the devil will be decimated. Because the fire god's going to bless everyone. If you want to cling to the devil, you go down to the devil's judgment. You want to cling to the holy fire, you get blessed with Jesus and the champions. Amen? This is for the rise and fall of many nations. We're with the rising nations. Your nations are rising. Your nations are getting refined in fire. You're growing in wisdom. So you're getting more and more blessed every day. Amen? Amen. There is no cap to the blessing of the rise of your nation. And just take that for your house and keep rising. Some of you are interceding for your whole nation. Some There's some of you watching right now that are the main sons getting trained in your countries. In your whole countries on earth. Just keep going. No pressure, man. <laughs> but if you don't make it, they all die and go to hell. No. <laughs> That's probably not even true. <laughs> but have fun with it as you go, walking with him along the way, burning in the glory every day, keep drinking, toke the ghost, don't take yourself seriously, take the joy of the Lord seriously, make intoxication your main thing every day to get out of your mind, to live a lifestyle of ecstasy, you can get out of your mind in the fire, because the fire is attacking your brain, you just laugh, I give up. I surrender to the fire, you can have my heart and mind, and the fire of ecstasy will lift you up into a constant state of ecstasy. Be perma on joy. Amen. Don't you want the fruits of the Spirit shared with your whole face? So the only thing coming out of your face is the fruitfulness of heaven and the Garden of Eden. Amen. The fire will lift you up, so that's the only expression you'll ever have from your countenance is the joy, of the Lord, the peace of the Prince of Peace, the love of the Father, and you'll outpour it through everyone, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for those supporting our crusade in Kenya, we're able to raise quite a bit more money than I expected, so we're going to have a pretty good time, if you want to give into that, let's go after it, let's let's raise a lot more, let's raise 5,000, amen. And so I think uh, I was just surprised. So I'm just really thankful for people giving in to what God's doing in our work in Kenya. I was actually quite shocked. We were at 400 and we had uh, 2,000 come in. So now we're going to have a big crusade. (laughs) Yeah, you want to blow up this work? You know how to do it. Give us your money. All of this takes money to blow up this work. You want to blow up Red Letter Ministries? Start tithing to Red Letter Ministries. Start magnifying. You know how you magnify this ministry? Start tithing to this ministry. (laughs) You know, you marketplace conquerors out there, get excited for magnifying the, the Levites of the sons of God. The more you magnify this heavenly Jerusalem, Levite, apostolic, promised land ministry, the more it just destroys religion. That's why the enemy hits people so hard in finances. He doesn't want people partnering with the New Covenant Levites of the heavenly Jerusalem. Those 144,000 of the sons that are the full-time minister sons. I'm a full-time priesthood son predestined for ordained to be one. And that's why he'll he'll speak to people and just say, you don't need to do that. He's got gold chains on him. Listen man, we're going to conquer all the gold of Egypt, just like Moses. We're going to conquer everything. It doesn't mean go into poverty. This isn't a manipulation. This is New Covenant revelation of finances of what to do with the economic buying power of the earth. And you are to give 10% of it back into the full-time priests of the sons of God in the heavenly Jerusalem. And when you begin to do it, the fire of God is just going to bring increase. Tithing is easy. You have 90% of your income left to spend on yourself, and that will continue to increase so you can give offerings for Kenya, crusade offerings for building a new theater downtown Minneapolis getting a a headquarters at the Von Dusen mansion it's gonna cost us four million to build out our television studio so partner long term for the increase in the building Of this ministry partner with the pioneers of sonship we've been pioneering sonship teaching on the deep revelations of sonship for 16 years from the very beginning we're consistent so in Jesus name father I pray you'd speak to every heart of how they can start tithing out of their income into this ministry getting a vision for building with us in the marketplace, in the priesthood, for expanding this ministry in television and radio, and theater, and, and new cities, and and all the things you want to do to magnify the rulership of your kingdom and power throughout the whole earth, in Jesus' name. And I ask Father to be a clarity about giving, and there be rewards according to Malachi chapter three for those that are tithing and bringing the tithes into red letter ministries that angels would bring rewards to the tithers and increase to those entrusted and their financial obedience will be rewarded the bible says there will be rewarded test me in finances and see that i will not pour out for you such a blessing from the storehouses and the windows of heaven that you can't even contain it Let that promise come angelically upon our tithers and our businessmen to increase in the marketplace. New businesses, witty inventions, new doors of financial opportunity and streams of income coming to all of our marketplace conquerors. Joel's army is 11 out of 12 businessmen in the army of the living God true that's what the bible says so let there be increase of the businesses in the armies of the living god increase for god's kingdom and for the levites most important thing is for the levites the full-time ministers the apostles and prophets to get the increase from your houses in jesus name amen for the advancement of the kingdom and the establishing of the priesthood of Melchizedek from the angelic sphere and training up mighty priests of the new covenant. Priesthood of the heavenlies, not of the earthly, of the heavenly. Priesthood of great wisdom. (laughs) Priests of great wisdom that would just torture and torment demons in whole territories by their great elevations and wisdom, raising up thousands of sons hundreds and hundreds of priests that understand and walk in everything that I'm teaching. That's the vision of multiplication of the sons of God through every nation. In Jesus' mighty name, let the people support this vision of the multiplication of the sons of God in a major financial way. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Glory. (laughs) Glory. (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs>